0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. If you need extra help to take charge of your life so that you can accomplish anything you set out to do, today's sponsor, Personal Revolution, can help. In the Personal Revolution Podcast, best-selling author and life coach Allison Task helps you take control of your life with inspiration and humor so that you move from where you are now to where you want to be, and have fun doing it. It's like having a personal coach whispering in your ear. This three-month podcast course, along with bonus episodes each month, will help you create a clear vision for what you want out of life. Remove the frustrating blocks that are holding you back. Develop a detailed action plan that will drive you to where you want to be and build the network that will help you create your future. The Personal Revolution podcast comes with a personal workbook and real-time access to a community of other changemakers working toward their goals with positivity, possibility, and momentum. And for a limited time, all of this is available to you for free. Download the Himalaya app in your app store. Look up Personal Revolution and enter promo code REVOLUTION at checkout to get your first month absolutely free. If you're ready to go after a better life, you are ready for Personal Revolution. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The True Source of a Happy Life by Hugh Waite. Published in 1909. Greatness of mind and heart will give us the spirit to do and bear great things. It endures trials without sinking beneath them, stands face to face with danger and death without flinching, can smile favorably on the face of a foe, and rejoice in a competitor's success. It is calm under great provocations. True magnanimity consists of personal worth. One may be truly magnanimous and recognized as such, and at the same time be destitute of learning, scholarship, office, or rank. Such nobility, or largeness of life, is frequently found in people of humble circumstances. Acts worthy of heroes are being performed daily by people scarcely known at all. The qualities which must be sought in order to secure such greatness of mind and heart are a lofty purpose, deep sympathies, and absolute self-sacrifice. These combine in a nobility of character and life which makes one happy. Be unselfish. Have due regard for the interests, pleasures, and advantages of others. Possess the disposition to seek the gratification, welfare, or advancement of others, even at your own expense. Is it not true unselfishness when parents allow furrows of care to be plowed across their brow in the proper rearing and training of their children? Does not filial affection lead many children to the limit of unselfishness in caring for aged parents? Is it not an exhibition of pure unselfishness, when soldiers face exhaustion, wounds and often death, so that others might have a better country to live in? And yet all of these unselfish acts also produce joy and gladness in their own lives. Be willing to spend and be spent for the uplift of humanity, so bountifully to the enjoyment of others, and you will reap a bountiful harvest of happiness for yourself. Give encouragement and helpfulness to others, and happiness shall be given unto you. Giving enriches the giver in true joy, unalloyed pleasure, and genuine happiness. Strike out the gain of giving, and we destroy the core of history, the soul of oratory, the beauties of literature, the glories of poetry and song, the heroism of patriotism, the divinity of religion, and the hope of eternity. The happy life is a life of service, being willing to work for the benefits of others, Conferring advantages and favors on fellow-citizens, Carrying the loads of burdened people. For in such service, we find the music of the strung chord, The grace and fashion of the lily, The sparkle of the diamond, The fragrance and beauty of the rose. Services to life what song is to the bird's throat or plumage to its wings, life of service throws out perfume like an orange tree, pours forth music like a harp, flashes beauty like gems, cheers like a winter's fire, and brightens like the sunshine. Our own lives are filled with joy as we brighten the lives of others. The Benevolent Spirit aids the life well lived having a desire to alleviate suffering or promote happiness, manifesting love to humankind, being kind of heart, charitable, always abounding in helpfulness, constantly going about doing good. Such things form a spring which bubbles forth exuberant joy. They are the true source from which flows genuine happiness. Those who are seeking a life of joy would do well to drink deeply from this fountain. Self-abnegation produces happiness, that is the complete putting aside of self in both act and thought for the sake of some person or object, the forgetfulness of self in doing good for others, a life of self-sacrifice. If any person would be happy, let them deny themselves and take up some of the burdens of humanity, and carry them. Sharing the burdens of Earth's weary ones generates true joy and gladness in one's own life. We usually look at our lives from a different viewpoint, that others ought to do things for us, but if they do, it introduces unhappiness into our lives by making us selfish and haughty. If you want to be happy, keep busy, for idleness is one of the sources of an unhappy life. Practical usefulness is characteristic of happy people, the joyful ones who are not full of theories and empty experiences, but who live in the great world of living people, busy events, and many things who are everywhere and always a benediction and a blessing, and who live to make the world better. Country, home, business, and community are all benefited by such living. Begin by cultivating kindness in your heart. Think well of your neighbors, co-workers, and fellow citizens. Look with charity upon the shortcomings in their lives. Do a good turn for them as opportunity offers. Don't forget the kind word at the right time. How much a word of kindness, encouragement, or appreciation means to others sometimes, and how little it costs to give it. There is nothing easier than to get into the habit of fault-finding, and nothing that is more unprofitable. As we look back over the experience of a lifetime, we may have occasion to regret many an impatient and fretful word, but we will have little sadness on account of the kind and patient forbearance, accorded to those with whom we have come in contact. When calamity overtakes a friend, words of sympathy and encouragement are offered sincerely enough. Such an occasion calls for an expression on our part, and we naturally respond. But why wait for an occasion? Why not speak the kind word when there is no special occasion? In the course of our lives, there must be many times when thoughtless words are spoken by us, which wound the hearts of others. And there are also many little occasions when a word of cheer is needed from us, And we are silent. There are lives of wearisome monotony, which one word of kindness can relieve. There is suffering which words of sympathy can make more endurable. And often, even in the midst of wealth and luxury, there are those who listen and long in vain for some expression of kindness. Every pleasant smile, every gentle word, every cheerful deed, Is a stroke of the brush that adds beautiful colors to the home sky, and so makes life's every day sweeter. Speak to others while they can hear and be helped by you, for the day may come when all our expressions of love and appreciation may be unheard. Imagine yourself standing beside their last resting place. Think of the things you could have said of them, and to them while they were yet living. Then go and tell them now. Let me wrap up with a little story. There once was a king who had a son whom he loved. He gave the young prince beautiful rooms to live in, and pictures and toys and books. He gave him a pony to ride in a rowboat on the lake, and servants, He provided teachers who gave him knowledge that would make him good and great. But for all this, the young prince was not happy. He wore a frown wherever he went, and was always wishing for something he did not have. Then one day a magician came to court. He saw the boy and said to the king, I can make your boy happy, but you must pay me my own price for telling the secret. Well, said the king, what you ask I will give. So the magician took the boy into a private room. He wrote something with white substance on a piece of paper. Next he gave the boy a candle and told him to light it and hold it under the paper and see what he could read. The boy did as he was told. The white letters on the paper turned to a beautiful blue they formed these words, Do a kindness to someone every day. The prince made use of this secret and became the happiest boy in the kingdom. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in heirloom hardcover, or digital ebook by visiting InspirationalLifeLessons.com Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.